and welcome to the New Life Lutheran Podcast, where New Life in Christ is celebrated, and we explore together how to live the Christian life with excellence. I'm Pastor Eric. Thanks for listening today. Today we are on week three of our Advent devotional series. If you haven't listened to the first two weeks, I invite you to go ahead and do that now before you listen to week three. This week, our passage comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of David forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Well, it is the week before Christmas. And in this text, we hear about the announcement of Jesus's conception. Jesus was born to a young lady, probably in her early teens, who had never bore a child or even had intercourse. A young unmarried woman who is thoroughly unprepared and unequipped to deal with the world and be a parent. As a parent of two little boys, I can tell you just how anxiety-inducing and nerve-wracking being responsible for children is. I can't imagine the mental and emotional strain a young teenage girl would have in this situation. Mary had so many excuses for not doing this, or not wanting to do this. Mary had every right to respond with fear and bitterness, but she didn't. It says she pondered these things in her heart, that these things were too wonderful for her to imagine. And when the time came, she said, Here am I, may it be as the Lord has said. Mary welcomed this unexpected baby into her body. This is the greatest act of hospitality someone can do, to open their body for a stranger to inhabit for nine months. She was taking on so much risk, so much worry, so much anxiety, and so much pain, but she had room in her heart for others. This is the ultimate act of hospitality. My wife, Sarah, and I, we love hosting people in our home. When we moved out of our first one-bedroom apartment and moved into the parsonage of the church that I was called to in southwest Wisconsin, we started looking for a big table. We passed up several options and opportunities to get well-built tables that would have been fine, but we insisted on getting a big table that could fit lots of people. We finally purchased this beautiful walnut table that was heavy and sturdy, and it came with eight chairs, but we could fit two more around it if we needed. When the time came to move here to Dixon, we decided to get a new table. Although we wanted a lighter table with a lighter stain, we still insisted on having a big table. We found one we liked, and it sits now in our dining room. And we love having our table filled with friends, 
holidays, birthdays, or get-togethers, the reason for the get-together or the event that we're celebrating doesn't even matter. We simply want our house filled with friends. The kind of hospitality that we're talking about today does not require a nice house or an HGTV personality. Hospitality isn't about a particular house or even about a particular table. Hospitality is about creating space in your home and in your life for others. Hospitality is not entertaining guests. Hospitality is welcoming the college student or the widow with no children to have a meal with your family or to set up Christmas decorations with your family. Hospitality is letting others into your everyday life. The meals, the chores, the laughter, and the tears. Hospitality is supporting those people through the good and the bad. Hospitality does happen in the home, but it mostly happens within us. Hospitality is having room in your life for another life. When we are hospitable to others, we open up to that person's joy and pain, and they open themselves up to ours. This is one of the most important things we can do as Christians. Because our neighborhoods and workplaces are filled with people who don't know the gospel, who have never been told that they are forgiven, that they can live in confidence and self-control and health and purpose without guilt and with freedom. There is so much mental and emotional and spiritual freedom available. And most of our neighbors are trapped. Healing and salvation comes from relationship and from proclamation. God himself was hospitable to humans. He welcomed us into a relationship with him, and we continually break his heart. Yet he persisted, and he continues to open himself up to us, letting us push away and run away from him. But he's always there, ready to welcome us back. His ultimate act of hospitality was becoming a baby in Jesus. The son was sent to earth and became like his creation. He opened himself up to the weaknesses of flesh and mortality to suffer with us. And God's suffering redeems us. When we open our hearts and homes to strangers, to the poor, and to our neighbors, we are participating in this same kind of loving act that God has done for us. And he uses us to proclaim the gospel. This holiday season, don't pressure yourself with entertaining guests. Instead of entertaining them, Open yourself and open your home to their joy and to their pain. Have a great week, guys, and we'll see you next time. Tell